0: the remember nothing from London
1: Welcome, welcome welcome. I would like to welcome you to episode 287 of the unpopular podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend. Jalen Hunter and if you do me a favor please subscribe to you're listening. Please subscribe to' every watching. It definitely means a lot to me. So with week eight coming and going, uh, of course we got the trade deadline, we'll talk about that, but let's let's first break down some of these games because I'm starting to see a trend with a lot of these teams. I'll also give my top five teams uh, so far this season, seeing as though we're pretty much at the halfway point. But I'm starting to see a trend with a lot of these teams, and I'm starting to see things that... To me there's there's a clear cut best two to three teams and the rest is is just in the in the fray and uh and we'll talk about it. But let's let's start by breaking down week 8. So you have the Bronc- Broncos beat the Jaguars 21 to 17. To me this is one of the most <laughs> I've never seen a I mean ah, how do I say this? The Broncos needed this win a lot more than it's probably one of the most important wins the Broncos have had in, in in years. You have a lot you have a lot going on with this franchise, whether it's you know Nathaniel Hackett, whether it's you paid um, you paid Russell Wilson all that money, and then you're not winning. It's just a lot going on, and you heard reports saying that if the Broncos did not win this game. Nathaniel Hackett's job Was possibly going to be on the line Which I still don't think That he should be ahead You know what Let me Let me Let me Let me justify something Well let me Let me explain something Because I explain a lot I say a lot I don't call for anybody's job Like You know I want everyone to make a living This and the third So In my opinion or people ask me, "Jay, what? How do you how do you dictate if a person should be fired or not? Or if a coach should be fired or not? Like how do you how do you put it on the coach more than you put it on the players in some instances and other than others." I'll give you two examples. Let's talk again, the Broncos beat the Jaguars 21 to 17. Uh it was This game was really lost because of Trevor Lawrence throwing a bad, you know, turnovers were big. Russell Wilson had a couple big plays. Um, He had flashes of old Russell Wilson. And again, if it wasn't for the, you know, the turnover towards the end of the game was really that, was the, the nail in the coffin for the Jaguars. When you look at all right, let me, let me talk about three teams. I'll talk about three teams. So the Raiders lost to the Saints 0-24 to 0. Didn't even score. I look at teams, and I look at situations, I look at the record, and it's like, what did they look like before you? or Or – is this more because of you, or is this more because just the team is is underachieving? I look at the Broncos. More, more specifically, I look at Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has been a top five to top seven quarterback for the last five years. He's, he's a two-time appearing Super Bowl, or he's been to two Super Bowls, won one of them. And you're, you're you're meaning to tell me, now? Yes, I understand that. You know, players could just not not be as as good as they used to be. I understand that. But just last year, before the the hand injury or thumb injury, I believe, he was still one of, if not he was he was on a trajectory to at least compete for the MVP. Now, if you look at Russell Wilson. He looks, I think statistically, he's one of the worst quarterbacks, if not the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in the league. You're telling me a couple months you go from arguably being the MVP to what? To, 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 to arguably the worst quarterback in the league? Then you look at the Raiders. Raiders. Like I said, the Raiders lost to the Saints twenty-four to zero. They didn't even score. And you look at Josh McDaniels. Just like we talk about Nathaniel, heck, some people are not meant to be coaches. We talk about that with with NBA coaches. We talk about that with head coaches or football NFL coaches. Some some coaches are just not meant to be in, in NBA coach or uh, head coaches. Derek Carr, you can you can feel how you feel about Derek Carr. You can feel how you feel about, you know, if he is top 10, top 5, whatever. But Derek Carr is a lot better than 2 and 5. Especially when you look at the piece that you have around him. Josh Jacobs, who's has an incredible year. Devonta Adams, who's arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Darren Waller, who's a top 3 tight end. Hunter Renthro, who's a really good gadget guy. You're telling me you have all that Now yes, I understand the defense is not that good I also understand that Even though you do have Max Crosby You do have Chandler, uh, Chandler Jones I also wonder Oh, you also have Abrams I also understand that the offensive line is not that good But you're telling me that a team That has as much firepower As both the Broncos And the Raiders Are not good Offensively now I'm not here calling I know I've had, I've been very vocal about Nathaniel Hackett I'm not going to lie to you But I'm not out here calling Josh Jacob oh, I'll give you another example Another example um, Give me a second Boom, 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 boom Boom Let's talk about the Steelers the Steelers lost to the Eagles, 35-13. to The Steelers are not a good team. We know this. But at any point, do you think they're not a good team because of Mike Tomlin? Now, yeah, Mike Tomlin may have stuff, something to do with the personnel and How the team was late to get a coach or late to get a a quarterback or, you know, the defense falling apart, even though TJ Watt is practicing and should be back soon. Um, But they're struggling. The Steelers are struggling. But nobody thinks, Mike, this is really falls on the feet of Mike Tomlin. What I'm saying is you can see you can it's an eye test thing, man. There's no one that can, no one from the, the Broncos country, no one in the league can look at the Broncos and think to themselves, that's working. I've said on this podcast multiple times that the Raiders are the best, what, two and five team, but that's that's not because of what they put on the field. It's because of just the talent that they have. It's crazy, man. I, uh, It's crazy. I don't. I don't know, bro. It's it's. it's, mm. Let's 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 move on, man. So, the Falcons beat the Panthers thirty-seven to thirty-four. This game ended in controversy when you have uh, DJ Moore. He scored it on a hail mary. Took his helmet off. Got flagged. The field goal was a lot longer than usual. He missed. Went to overtime, he missed another one. Bada bing, bada boom. They lose. Um this just goes back to you have to be you have to understand awareness. I get celebrating a touchdown. I get celebrating a big touchdown. But you have to understand awareness, bro. Your team is struggling. You're two and six now. You you have every win is important. And now if you look up the the Falcons are the number are the number one team in the NFC South. You have to, you, and this is a divisional rival in the first, like, you have to, you have to be smarter than that, bro. Another thing I want to talk about from this game is a report that Baker Mayfield has officially, has officially been benched for P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington, by the way, who is coming from the XFL. And I keep saying that, but shouts out to P.J. Washington for being able to, you know, have a career resurgence and 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 being the best player that you can be and and getting that second chance or getting that chance in the NFL and improving yourself. So shouts out to you, bro. But this is more. This is why. This is why. The Panthers are where they are, and it's not just because of Baker Mayfield. It's, it's decision making. You can see a lot of problems with with professional sports teams because of decision-making. Do you know how many draft picks the Panthers traded for or traded to get both Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and both of them are on the bench? Apparently, Baker Mayfield's healthy to play now, but he's, he's lost his job. It's a... <laughs> It's boy, and now you barely have many draft picks. Well, you 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 got some because you traded Christian. McC- you had to trade your best player in Christian McCaffrey, your second best wide receiver in in Robbie Anderson. The Panthers it's going to be a tough sledding for the Panthers because think about it. Even those draft picks that you got from the Forty ers you think any of those draft picks are gonna gonna turn into Christian McCaffrey? I don't know. And on top of that, and and again, shouts out to P.J. Washington. But is P.J. Washington a a long term solution? I don't know, man. It's the Panthers are in a tough spot. And shouts out to the Falcons. The Falcons are a lot better than I thought. You know, uh, yeah, the 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 defense still not that good. Offensively, you know, it's hit or miss with Marcus Mariota. But hell, they're top of the division. They're they're the only team I think in the NFC South that's uh, at 500 or above 500, and uh, shout-out to them, man. The Cowboys destroyed the Bears 49-29. Uh, to 29. It's the Bears. I don't know why people were thinking that that, that game was going to be a lot closer than it was. Uh, it's the Bears. I will say that the second half of that game, Justin Fields looked pretty good, but and, and this is yet another game where th- – the, the Cowboys leaned on their defense, leaned on their offensive line, leaned on their running game. I know Ezekiel didn't play, but Tony Pollard had a game of his life. So, so you know, this this Cowboys team is a good team. It's, it's, it's crazy to think. I don't know. This team is good. I will say that. and And I think that this team is good enough to compete for at least a Super Bowl appearance. That's that's how good they are in the NFC. And that's also how bad the NFC is. And that's no offense to the Cowboys, but the NFC isn't that good. Um this year at least. Or at least a lot of underachieving teams. But shouts out to the Cowboys for beating the Bears. The Dolphins beat the Lions 31 to 27. You know what you know what the Dolphins are? The Dolphins are an okay team. The Dolphins are a team, you're not special. They're not the greatest. They have the fastest wide receiver core in NFL I mean, yeah, NFL history. Like that is, is a fact. But it's not they're not special. I know they, they traded for I think Jeff Wilson um in the trade deadline, but they're not that special. And I think that is that's because of Tua and the, and, and, and Tua has flashes. Tua looks great. We saw what Tua looked like uh against Baltimore. But this team is, is not special. And yet another game where the Lions cannot finish. That's how it is. Uh, The Vikings beat the Cardinals thirty-four to twenty-six. Yet another game, one o'clock window. Kirk Cousins looked great. The Vikings team looks great. They're currently six and one. And yet another game where the Cardinals. I'm. <laughs> we're going to talk about Steve Nash a little later. Trust and believe, bro. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna make it towards to the end of the season. But I can almost assure you that Cliff Kingsbury will not be the head coach of this team next year unless something drastically happens. This Cliff Kingsbury will not be the coach of, of the Cardinals. It just it's just not good when you have the pieces that they have in the web. Now, yes, I understand James Carter didn't play, but you still have Kyler Murray. You still have, you know, nuke. And you're not, and you're three and five now. Nah. The Patriots beat the Jets 22 to 17. This is yet another example. Here's the pro, here's the the. When you have a young team, you have a lot of up and downs. Um, And that's one of the biggest reasons. That's one of the biggest quote-unquote luxuries you have uh, with being a young team. Now, I'll say this. There should be no reason why, even though you did lose Brees Brees Hall, there's no reason why the Jets should have lost that game. The Jets are the better team. Um the Patriots are the void of any offensively sound team. And the Jets just Zach Wilson looked horrible. Now, again, I understand that Brees Hall is out for the season. So it's gonna be a lot more on Zach Wilson's hands, but they looked horrible. They looked horrible. Horrible. It was bad, man. Um and that's 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 a big loss too, see. So the Titans beat the Texans 17 to 10. You know, watching the highlights of that game and those teams are not that far apart, even though five and two and one five and one, those teams are not that far apart. I don't know if that's a compliment on the Texans or disrespect to the Titans, maybe both, but those teams are not as far as they as they as they appear to be. So, yeah shouts out to the commanders <laughs> for beating the Colts seventeen to sixteen Taylor Heineke made a big play you know at the end of the game to to uh what's his name Terry mclaurin also you know ran in for a touchdown when the when the waning seconds you know so shouts out to you the forty ers beat the rams thirty one to fourteen chris McCaffrey had a had a had a First player I think since and Tomlinson. Shouts out Brittany for telling me that, for, since from in 2005 I think, for throwing a touchdown, pat, uh, r- having a re- t- reception touchdown and r- rushing for a touchdown, triple crown in the NFL. Shouts out to you, bro. This 49ers team is, is scary, man, and, and you saw on Sunday exactly why the 49ers got Christian McCaffrey. He's able to do things, and in, in, in this. no offense to Debo Samuels because we know how great Debo Samuels is. He does things, he's able to do things that Debo Samuels cannot do. Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is one of, if not the best receiver. I mean, running back in the league. You put that with with a gadget guy or a, a super gadget guy like Debo Samuel's, you know Brandon I you this George Kittle this team roster wise this is the best team in the league roster wise the best team in the league may you know best team in the league now it also depends on you know Jimmy G Jimmy G that's a that's a big dependent it, we we don't know what we're gonna get from Jimmy G but. The forty and the forty nine ers just continue to beat the Rams. Like it, the the Rams just now. I know the Rams beat them in the in the playoffs last year, but it's it's just, it, it kind of feels like older brother to little brother. Now the little brother might win a game once or twice, which the Rams did in the playoffs. But the forty nine ers team be whooping on the on the Rams, man. So, yeah. Tows out to Christian McCaffrey. This Christian McCaffrey, to me, makes the 49ers a legit Super Bowl. And, and, and the thing is, if they make it to Super Bowl, they have a good chance of winning. That's that's how good this acquisition is. And he looked for this team. So, or he looks with this team. Christian McCaffrey does. The Seahawks beat the beat the Giants, which is, ugh, man, 27 to 13. I will say this. I've come in here multiple times. I continue to come in here and and talk about the the Seahawks and how, you know, their offense is great with Geno Smith, but their defense is terrible. These last three to four weeks, their defense has been, like, top five. And when you have a team, I think, offensively is in the top five and defensively in the top five, that means that they're contenders. I am, am – the, to me, the Seahawks is the is the surprise team of the league by far. Like you lose Russell Wilson, people are speculating that this is going to be Pete Carroll's last year. Uh, you have Geno Smith who has failed to be a, a, a backup, and you are five and three and one of the best teams in the league. It's it's insane, man. So shout out, and you beat a good team, the Giants. The Giants, that's been rolling. I think Brian Dayball uh, is at least still the 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 coach of the year, in my opinion. It's been great, man. That's crazy. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Seahawks. Um, the Bills beat the Packers twenty seven to seventeen. I expected the Bills to win. Most of America expected the Bills to win. These Packers team's not that good. One thing that I am concerned about though is. The Bills have not looked good in second halves. Some games they do, they they haven't looked consistent. I don't know if that's just because it's it's they know how good they are and, and they're kind of just going through the motions, but they haven't looked good consistently in the second half. This game, the Packers game, should have been an easy 41-13 blowout. Like that's that's what it should have been. But I think they only scored like three points in the second half. Like it's for a team that with this many weapons, this powerful, this fast, this strong, this big, they only score th- like three points in the second half against a, uh, a a pretty much rebuilding Packers team at this time, yeah, no, man, I don't, I don't know. But shouts out to the Bills for winning, currently six and one. And Monday Night Football, you had the Browns beat the Bengals, thirty-two to thirteen. You're really starting to see. Uh, what 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 happens when Jamar Chase isn't here? Now uh, a lot of this was this it was ugly in the beginning, you know, turnover after turnover. But Tyler Boyd was okay, T Higgins was okay, but they're not Jamar Chase. And offensive line was was giving up sacks. The the Bengals offensive line was giving up sacks left and right. It wasn't a good look. It was tough. It was it was tough. And Joe Burrow, they did a whole special on ESPN. Joe Burrow has never beat the Browns. It's it's crazy, and the Browns look good. And 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 what's even worse is there was a lot of people out, like T, like Denzel Ward was out. There was a lot of people out, especially on the defense side. Most of the linebackers, David Njaku, the tight end was out, and they still handily beat the, the Bengals. That's. That's crazy. They keep saying the the Super Bowl Super Bowl thing isn't real. Yet and still, the, the Rams are currently three and four, and the Bengals are currently four and four. So there's that. Let's move forward, because so, because so the trade deadline came and went, and. uh there were some big names that was moved. I mean, this didn't happen exactly at the trade deadline, but the Ravens got Raquan Smith. That's huge for their defense. Um the Vikings got T J. Huckinson from the from the Lions, which is also crazy now to think about it 'cause that's an in, in that's a divisional rival. Hmm. Bradley Chubb, the the standout from the from the Broncos, went to the Dolphins. Calvin Ridley, who was currently suspended uh, for the year, he went to Jacksonville. Chase Claypool, who was one of the big wide receiver names, he goes to the Bears. Though there was there was some big moves, but I'm here. What 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 what's what's frustrating to me, and what what I think needs to be talked about is. Teams that stick too much to tradition. And there's a – the two teams I'm talking to are the Green Bay Packers and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, more the Green Bay than Baltimore because Baltimore did make a move to get arguably one of the best linebackers in the league in in Raquan Smith. The Packers have been struggling, and that's an understatement. There's a lot wrong with the Packers, a lot wrong, both offensively and defensively. However, one of the biggest concerns and problems is they don't have a number one receiver. Romeo Dobbs could turn into a number one receiver, but he's not that. Alan Lazard is not a number one. Randall Cobb at this age is, and at this stage of his career is not that. So the biggest, you know, one thing that we heard in the, that the the Green Bay Packers were trying to do at the trade deadline was get a number one receiver. And their biggest, probably the best player they could have got at the wide receiver position was Chase Claypool. And instead he goes to the Bears. First of all, I feel bad for Chase Claypool. You got to go, you got, you go from a, Big Ben, who's at the end of his career, so he's not the same Big Ben that was winning Super Bowls. To Miss Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, now you got Justin Fields. It's unfortunate, and you go from cold Pittsburgh to cold Chicago. Hmm. But it's like going back to Green Bay. They, I don't even think they made any moves. Here, let me check my phone while we do this. Hold on. They didn't make any moves. It. There's no way. I could think to myself, if I'm I'm, I'm the Packers, we the best thing to do is just stay put. In Baltimore. I get it. You wanna have a great defense and their defense has struggled. You have big names, Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters, JPP, uh Calais Campbell, now Ray Smith. Roquan, I'm sorry, Roquan Smith. But you've been struggling. And 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 a lot especially offensively in the second half because you don't really have a number one receiver. Rashad Bateman can be that and he and he shows flashes, however he's out with a foot injury. Devin Duvernay is not a number one receiver. They're number one receiver. They're trying to do what the what 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 the the Cle no Cincinnati no, what am I talking about? Cle- uh Kansas City Chiefs do. And have You know, Travis Kelsey be their number one. And and Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the league. Let's not get that confused. Also, the connection that Lamar Jackson has with Mark Andrews is special. But you need a number one receiver. Marcus Brown or Mike Brown wasn't it. Why is it that? And I'm not saying you could have got Claypool. I'm not saying that because I don't don't know if the, the Steelers would do a trade with, you know, the Ravens. But you had Jerry Judy. We heard his name out there. Again, you had, you had Calvin Ridley. Clearly his name was out there. It's, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense how, you would st- how the Green Bay Packers can look at their schedule, look at who they played, look at, look at how bad they've lost to good teams and think to themselves, you know, just stay, stay pat. Hopefully uh, Alan Lazard and Romeo Dobbs can do it. They didn't make a move. And for the Ravens, I, I'm I'm happy you got Roquan Smith, but the biggest need was on the offensive side of the ball. It's crazy to me, man. It is crazy to me. But hey, it is what it is, man. Let's move forward. So I want to give my top five teams in the league currently. Um because we're again we're halfway we're pretty much halfway through the season and I wanted to get my top five teams. So let me start with number five. I have the Vikings. The Vikings are low-key on a five game five game win streak. After like after going one on one, they're currently six and one. They they look good. Kirk Cousins looks good. Now I don't know if they're good enough to win a Super Bowl, but they've been good. And and I will give them props and credit on that. Uh, Justin Jefferson still looks like one of the best wide receivers in the league. Adam Thielen has made a, re- a resur- uh, resurgence. Dalvin Cook is still Dalvin Cook. This team is good. This team is very good. And the defense, one thing that the Vikings have struggled with is balance. You know, their offense would be good, but their defense would be terrible. Their defense is really good now, and they 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 land number five for me. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they will make some noise and. They'll have something to say. I think the NFC North is is far gone at this point, meaning that it's going to they're gonna win the NFC North unless something drastically happens with them or between them and the Green Bay. I don't see them losing the NFC North. So definitely making the playoffs. I I like this Vikings team. I really do. Number four, I have the 49ers, And the only reason why I have them at number four is because of Jimmy G. This is the best roster, in my opinion, in the NFL. Uh, one of the best rosters in the NFL, especially when we look at both sides of the ball. You still have a great coach in Kyle Shanahan. What I saw on Sunday from Christian McCaffrey is exactly why the 49ers gave up what they gave up to get him. And that's this is a scary team. This is a scary team. And we've seen, even with Jimmy G, we've seen them at their best. Uh, I have, you know, I have the 49ers at number four. And number three, I have the Chiefs. The Chiefs remind me so much of the Golden State Warriors. Is it's to me, they are they mimic each other. And, and it's not just when Golden State Warriors is clicking and they're on and, and they're firing off cylinders, kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs, they're damn near unbeatable. Also, there are times when the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, kind of half-assed to say the least, and so does Golden State. So to me, they're the this is the Kansas City Chiefs and Golden State Warriors are perfect mirrors of each other. I will say the, the one of the biggest reasons why I have them at three is because their defense is still a little sketchy, but their offense is firing on all cylinders with Patrick Mahomes and all the weapons they have. I have the Chiefs. I I said before, and I did a video actually about it that the cowbo the Cowboys defense is the best unit in football. Right now, to me, that's kind of rivaled by the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So, I have Kansas City Chiefs at three. Number two, I have the Eagles, only undefeated team in the league. You get, uh, you still have AJ Brown going crazy. Justin, Hurt, Justin, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts looks incredible. You got Robert Quinn. You still have the piece that you have, one of the best, if not the best, offensive line in the league with with Kelsey and. The Eagles are the Eagles, bro. The Eagles, I'll say this. Again, if they do not make it to the Super Bowl, there is something drastically happened uh, or or there was a a major letdown. That's how good they've been playing. So I have the Eagles at two. And at one, I have the Bills. I have the Bills, in number one, they're still the Bills. Um, Even though they have not looked superior at times, they've still won. They're 6-1. and They, again, it and they just got uh I think of Naheem Hines from the from the Colts which is going to help their deep well, help their run game. That's the, that's the problem I have with the with the Bills. The Bills are the only good team that I know that just abandon something that they when they don't need to. That was their biggest problem against the 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 Packers. They abandoned the run and they didn't need to. They were dominating the game. Why abandon the run? It doesn't make sense to me. But the Bills are still the Bills. So my top five teams, I have the Vikings, the 49ers, the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Bills. Let me know what you guys' top fives are. I mean, the the hardest one to gauge for me was the Ravens. Because it's like, yeah, you're five and three. But two of those three games, you could very well be, what, seven and one at this point. Some of those games, like. You were up double digits against well, uh, what? The Bills against um, the Dolphins, and you and you lose the game. Like, I don't know. So there's that. Uh, those are my top five teams. Let me know what you guys feel. Let me know who your top five are. So let's move forward. Boy oh boy, has it been a week for <laughs> Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, let me first be the, let me, let me, let me first be honest. Cause I don't think a lot of people that talk about, you know, what's going on with Kanye and what's going on with Kyrie. I don't know how honest they are. Let me be honest. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I don't know what the hell antisemitism means. I I know that it's like talking about, about the Jews or, or something like that. Um, So I'm not the most educated person to speak on this, which is one of the biggest reasons why I have it until it gets comes to the sports world. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I know everything there is to know about anti-Semitism or, you know, I don't know much about it. But I do know this. There's a couple things that you just shouldn't do. There's a couple things that you just shouldn't really align yourself with, you know, like I wouldn't I wouldn't. I don't think it's smart for you to align yourself with literature and text message or in text that, you know, kind of glorify Adolf Hitler. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that might not be what you want to do. You might not attach yourself to a man in Alex Jones who, while yes, the clip that you put was years upon years ago. But you don't want to attach yourself to a man that was pretty much attacking parents of dead kids. You know, that's what I'm saying. But this is bigger than Kyrie. I told you guys. this offseason when you heard you know Kevin Durant requested or demanded a trade or and and they were trying to trade Kyrie and of course everything happened last year and i told you guys this was going to be a tough year for Brooklyn talent wise they're incredible let's 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 be honest with you talent wise they're incredible they're the you know this Still got Kyrie Irving, still an incredible talent on the floor. Kevin Durant is still Kevin Durant. But there were so many variables that, hell, Kevin Durant, who your best player, called out not only your head coach, but your GM. And nobody knows what the hell Kyrie's doing. And now with the whole anti Semitic thing, you have people in the, people in the NBA and, and people outside the NBA calling for him to at least be suspended. Now, Steve Nash gets fired. And while that's a little shocking that you fire him this early, you can kind of see the writing on the wall, not only when Kevin Durant requested a trade, but it hasn't been working. This team has not made it to a conference finals. A team this talented has not, and you had James Harden, has not made it to a conference finals. And now when you look, Ben Simmons, as I mean, I'm not gonna say he's not working out, but he hasn't really put his best foot forward. Um, Kyrie Irving and KD are playing, you know, off the wall as far as offensively, but defensively, I think the Brooklyn Nets are the worst team in the league. And then you bring in Ime e- Udoka in, and, and or that's getting finalized. We know, we know what happened in, in Boston. I mean, in bro, yeah, Boston for a team. This early in the season, it has been so loud. And then if you look up, do you think this team is a championship team? And, And that, to me, is the biggest problem. There's no way you can think this is a championship team, even though they have two former champions. And two offensively superior players there's no way you can look at this Brooklyn Nets team and think "Yeah, this is a championship team I will say this unless something drastic happens meaning unless the Brooklyn Nets win a championship this team will not look the same next year I can predict I will predict now what's today Today is uh, November 2nd. I will predict Kevin Durant, no, Kyrie Irving for sure will not be on this team. And I don't know if Kevin Durant will be on this team. It's, it's just been too much noise, and, and, and the noise hasn't produced any wins. Their biggest win of the season so far, which I know is early, but they needed that win against The the Pacers, instead of losing to them twice in, like, two days or something. The Brooklyn Nets are a mess. And it goes back to what I said before. when, When Kevin Durant demanded trade... The problem the brooklyn nets the, the the where they went wrong is you gave people that already have demonstrated that they don't want power you gave them the most power in the organization, and now the Brooklyn Nets is crumbling as an organization I understand that Seth Curry is not playing. I understand that they're still trying to get Joe Harris back into the groove. But do you think – now, Seth Curry will help. But do you think that that's going to drastically change things? They're still going to be terrible. In fact, they're probably going to be worse defensively when Seth Curry plays because he's not a good defender. And unlike the Los Angeles Lakers, Brooklyn's Brooklyn's problem is not offense. It is Defense. Oh, man, it's bad. Do I think Kyrie should have been suspended for being anti-Semitic or I'm not going to say it was uh, anti-Semitic. Promoting, and that's what it was, Kyrie. Uh, It was promoting. When you're putting something on your platform, you're promoting it. That's what it is. Like, I I know that you went back and forth with Nick Friedle. If you put something, especially as large of a platform that you have, that's promoting it. Just like if you put if you put, I don't know, Crocs. If you put Crocs on your Instagram, I'm almost sure the the sales were pro, well, Crocs from grow up. You're promoting Crocs. You were promoting whatever the hell you promoted, the book or, or movie or something, which had multiple, multiple, multiple uh, quotes from Hitler and pretty much saying he was great and stuff. I don't know about that, brother. But I do think... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think there is really anything you can, you much you can do. I mean, at that point, you're you're pretty much blocking someone's freedom of speech. Now, that's a lot of uh, the 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 what's the word? I guess that's the problem that a lot of people have with all these companies and Kanye. And my thing is, I don't think they're canceling him as much as they are distancing themselves you have a freedom to say whatever you want but what people do not understand is yeah you have the freedom to say what you want but that doesn't mean that there's not consequences that come after what you say and as we're seeing consequences so i don't i don't know if he should have been i mean he just promoted a book and a movie but still the brooklyn s are a mess again steve steve nash is out we kind of knew that was going to happen but it happened sooner than later. Uh and they're bringing in Emei Udoka. I will say this. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened off the court, which which got him suspended for the year for, from Boston. But I do think that Ime would be a good coach. I I think you need somebody in the room that they respect. And it didn't really seem like the team as a whole respected Steve Nash. Uh, and Emei Udoka, we saw what he took or how he took Boston and, and, and at least got them to the finals. I don't know if that's going to happen with Brooklyn, but I do think that that is somebody in the room that they respect and 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 can really get a handle on Kyrie and KD, and and we'll see where it goes. So, and lastly, before we go, I just want to say, man, this Kawhi Leonard thing is 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 the Kawhi Leonard situation is really concerning to me. I mean, he's going to miss the next three to five games. Now, first. Kyrie, I mean, Kawhi and I think has only played one game this year. And now they're saying he's going to miss the next, like, three to five games with a knee management. I understand you're, you know, I understand it's a marathon, not a race. And you don't really care about having Kyrie, I mean, no, KD, no, <laughs> Kawhi, a lot of Ks, Kawhi in the beginning of the season. You want him at the end, especially when you're a team like the Clippers that have championship aspirations. But the thing is, Kawhi didn't play all last year, and he missed most of the previous year. And I understand it's the ACL and whatever, but you didn't play all last year, and you're still hurt? We talk about Anthony Davis all the time being hurt. Anthony Davis has played more games in the last few years than Kawhi has. And I think he's played more games than Paul George has. Now, Paul George has been hooping. He did just hit a game winner the other night. But this Kawhi Leonard thing is getting uh, concerning to me because it's like at some point you're going to need to get back on the court and get your legs back and and get back in the basketball shape. Because the last thing you want to do is be the star player and have to get back in the basketball shape closer to the playoffs than, and then, you know, now it takes about from from what a lot of stars are saying it takes about 15 to 20 games. The last thing you want to do is do that close to the close to the playoffs. So this I thing is getting really you know concerning to me. But there you have it. That's been today's episode of the Impopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want a Popular Podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve, joggers, the link is in the description below. Add multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Get your unpopular podcast merch today. Also, please subscribe to if you're listening. Please subscribe to if you're watching. It definitely, definitely mean a lot to me. And until next time, much love. I
0: don't know why I I don't know why I can't I go in this club with you girl. Chain. surrounded by bad bitches, I can't get them out my face Is it cause a nigga handsome and wealthy? Is it cause a nigga cook like a professor? I don't know how you feel, can you tell me? I won't know how you feel till you tell me Is it cause a nigga handsome yeah, yeah. and wealthy? And wealthy. Is it cause a nigga could like a professor? I don't know how you feel. Can you tell me? I won't know how you feel till you tell me. Can you tell me? Is it cause a nigga handsome and wealthy? Is it my look? What is it the way that I carry myself? Let me know I need some help Don't keep that secret to yourself Bitch you be saying I'm making funny Cause a young nigga got a lot of money She looking at me like she wants something Can't give her nothing but a couple hundred She shut up on a nigga Trying to give a nigga kisses Baby girl you trip I I, I don't know how you feel Can you tell me? I can't get them out my face Is it cause a nigga handsome and wealthy Is it cause a nigga cook like a professor professor. I don't know how you feel, can you tell me me? I won't know how you feel till you you tell me Is it cause a nigga handsome and wealthy